0: Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to the multipod. This is your co-host Ted speaking to you and an introduction to let's call it season seven of the multipod. (laughs) We haven't really cataloged this show in terms of seasons. It's always just kind of kept going. And yeah, we take a little breaks from time to time. We've had one of those the last few weeks, and uh, now it's time to get back at it, as here we are already in February of 2024. We launched this show back at the beginning of January 2018, which feels like an eternity ago. And yep, here we are six years later. Uh, you may have got the recent Putty newsletter in your email inbox, and thanks very much to Joel for giving us a shout out on that. Uh, Reminding us all that, yes, it is our sixth year anniversary. Uh, It kind of passed fairly quietly for us this year. We really made a a big thing about our fifth anniversary, you might remember, from a year ago when we were able to coincide the fifth anniversary of starting the podcast along with the 100th episode in the history of the Multipod. And I was able to get the whole original band back together. Uh, Sandrine was with us and Sarah and Mike Mulsey joined me and Vanessa and we chatted about what we'd all been up to. A lot of us hadn't talked in like at least a couple of years, so it was really nice to reconnect. And that was that was a big moment. That was our fifth anniversary. And here we are already, another year later. And hey, the multipod is still going strong. It's a joy to do this show. It is really fun to be out there meeting People in the putty verse, the putty peep, getting to know your story, hearing your voice. We often see each other, of course, in text in the forum, and sure, the odd huddle, but it's really nice to put at least a voice to some of those names and the words that we see so often in the forum. So it's another big reason why we're here. It's really just getting to know people. And I want to do a quick introduction. I don't usually do kind of separate introductions to episodes, but yeah, this is kind of the, well, this is the first episode of 2024 and the first one back after a bit of a break. So I thought I'd give you a, a quick update of some of the things we have coming up. Our episode coming up here today is with Laura Pritchard, who many of you probably know. She's been in the Puttyverse for a few years. So I had a great conversation with her. We chatted about all kinds of things, of course, uh, dog sitting and various digital and also physical Art, gardening, and her story of multi potentiality. So that's coming up here in a couple minutes. Also, I'll be talking soon. I'm ex- really excited for this with Joel and Vanessa Tharp, who are going to tell us all about the Everything Conference of 2024, which is coming up in August of this year. So let me pull up the dates again August 1st through 4th in Minneapolis. And uh, hopefully we'll see some of you there. I will be going. I didn't think I was going to go, but then I thought, yeah, you know what? Let's let's make this happen. And I bought the ticket. So <laughs> I'm excited to meet some people, of course, in person there. I'll be bringing my trusty podcasting equipment with me too. And uh, yeah, Vanessa and Joel will tell us all about plans for this year's conference and how you can find a ticket still yourself and lots more things going on with that. That episode's going to be coming out very soon, probably in February as well. I will be speaking soon with Chi-Chi, the one and only Chi-Chi Enu, who will be talking, I'm sure, about lots of her singing, her music. You may know she is an opera singer and has a YouTube channel. So we'll learn about what it's like to be a YouTuber, for sure, and lots more things. And uh, who else do we have lined up? I'm hoping to get something set up soon with Clarissa Castillo-Ramsey, who is a life coach in California, I think a fairly recent member to uh, the Puttyverse. So, um, yeah, we've been in touch with her. And, hey, after that, well, the next guest might just be you. Everyone is welcome on the show. Some people listening will know what it's like when you get a little message pops into your Putty inbox, an invite from me and or Vanessa saying, hey, would you like to be a guest on the Multipod? (laughs) And that might be coming your way. But you don't have to wait for us to reach out to you. Uh, Clarissa, in fact, did this. She sent us a message, she said, hey, I'd love to be on the show myself, and uh, we said, sure, of course, this is what we're here for, is to get to know people and to learn your story, so feel free to reach out, everybody's welcome on this show, and I'll give my usual little plug that says, if you want to go even a step further and try some podcasting yourself, it's a great way to do that, to learn what it's like to... Have a podcast to host an episode. You can co-host it, of course, with one of us. If there's a topic you'd like to explore, if there's someone you'd like to, say, interview or have a conversation with, and we can record it for the multipod. You're welcome to do that too. We can get it all set up for you. I give you the tech support, everything you need. If you're thinking, well, this podcasting thing, you know, it's been around for a few years, and maybe I'd like to give it a shot myself, but I don't want to, you know, commit to expenses and setting up a show and all those things. I just want to try it. That's what this show is for. It's to really get you to try out podcasting and see what you think, see if you enjoy it. Maybe that'll give you a push to start your own show for sure. So keep that in mind. Definitely uh, reach out to me. You can reach me on the Puttyverse, of course. Just uh, search for Fly Ted and uh, you'll see me there throughout the forum. And we do have an email address for the show. It's themultipodcast, all one word, themultipodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a message there too. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that, and we'll jump over to my conversation with uh, Laura Pritchard. I hope you enjoy that. As I say, lots more coming up. And thanks very much, everybody, for sticking with us and tuning in after all these years, keeping us all even more connected in the Pottyverse. It's a pleasure to be there for you. Cheers. So, Laura Pritchard, welcome to the Multipod. It is a joy to have you here. Thanks for being on the show.
1: Thanks for asking me. It's yeah. Very nice, it's an honor.
0: Well, we've had you on our list for a while. Of course, there's lots of people that we like to talk to. We basically like to talk to everybody in the Puttyverse, but you've been around for a fair bit of time I'm looking at your profile. And in May, you'll be coming up on your five-year Puttyversary.
1: So yeah. that's something. It's hard to believe. <laughs> But it's been really nice. Everyone is so nice and supportive. It's it's just a great place to be.
0: Hmm. Have you been like a pretty steady active member all that time?
1: I have been active all that time. You know how much I post and respond is goes up and down depending on how busy I am. But sure, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you remember back then, say, five around five years ago now, what uh, brought you to the Puttyverse? What attracted you to it in the first place?
1: I was trying to remember today how I found it because I think oh. I saw the TED Talk after being on the Puttyverse.
0: Okay. Um, Me too. So
1: I can't remember how I found it, <laughs> but I'm sure it was wanting to embrace all my different interests and being curious about the fact that something like this existed
0: yeah
1: um it's really nice to to chat with other people that have Mm. the same issues with trying to figure out how to bring all this stuff together and i think way back then was when i started being bored with my work okay and i'm still trying to figure it out so (laughs)
0: um Are are you doing the same work now then that you were doing then or has it changed
1: well i i've been a graphic designer for 22 years hmm. on my own for 22 years mm-hmm. and yeah like i said i started getting a little bored five years ago hmm. and then during covid everything stopped and you know after covid everybody's got a different frame of mind mm-hmm. so a lot of my work didn't come back yeah So I'm I'm looking for other things to do, trying to figure out what I want those things to be. I started doing gardening for people last spring.
0: Yeah.
1: And discovered that I loved it. I mean, I basically just do weeding and (laughs) garden cleanup, but I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. Being outside and being physical.
0: Yeah. For one.
1: Instead of just sitting at the computer all the
0: time. Uh, Are you in Pennsylvania still right now?
1: Yes. yep same place
0: well like for gardening then for is that kind of word of mouth thing do you put it out there that it's something you do or is it just kind of you know people hear that you do that and they knock on your door
1: it's been word of mouth through friends really yeah my first my first client was a friend of mine oh and then somebody had posted on facebook Hmm. they were looking for somebody and i answered it and she liked me so (laughs) and then there's another one that's a a horse farm that I met her through a friend and she has a pretty extensive vegetable garden Yeah, that she has been doing for a long time. So I work in there and it keeps me
0: busy. Mm-hmm.
1: So making new friends too, you know?
0: Yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Do you live in an urban environment or are you out in the country?
1: I'm out in the country. Okay. I'm close to Easton and Bethlehem. So, I'm not far from small city life, but um, yeah, it pretty much takes me 20 minutes to get anywhere grocery store, restaurant, you know, that kind of thing. So, but it's, sure. I love it. It's quiet, it's lovely.
0: Is that where you're from originally?
1: I'm not from this town. I'm from a town called Doyle's Town, which is about 30 minutes south of here. And it got very busy I was <laughs> there and very expensive. So, yeah. I was looking for a house to buy and kept going north, 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 and I'm so glad I moved here.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love it. How long have you been in that place then?
1: 13 years. Okay. This month, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what keeps you busy in the winter then?
1: Well, I'm doing dog sitting now. Hmm. I started dog sitting last summer through rover.com. I needed the extra money, but I also was really feeling the need for some dog time. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I've always had a cat and I really wanted to spend time with dogs. So I started doing that and it was great. I had a lot of people interested. It was really cool to learn about all the different breeds and I just Hmm. love having the dogs. So now I'm going off on my own.
0: Yeah, might as well.
1: And yeah, I had some past people from Rover who are interested. And some friends. I have a puppy coming tonight, a burning right. doodle, which I can't <laughs> wait.
0: How long do they usually stay with you?
1: No more than two weeks. Oh, okay. Two weeks has been my longest, but That's still pretty long. Around, yeah, usually around a week.
0: Huh. Yeah. So the I idea have... is like instead of people putting them in a kennel, I guess they put them in a nice home like yours. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: People mm. are doing it more and more because, you know, they can go to the kennel and get get kennel cough and he knows what else mm. they pick up from the other dogs. And they're often laying on cement or in a cage. Yeah. And yeah, when they're here, it's just like any other pet there, they have to the run in my house. I'll sleep with them in bed and <laughs> whatever they want. So
0: yeah.
1: it's keeping me in shape, taking them on walks all the time.
0: Yeah. That's a good point too. Yeah. Huh.
1: But it's very fun.
0: Is that more of a winter thing or could you do it year round?
1: Well, I'm going to do it year round. It'll be interesting to see how that works once the gardening starts back up again. Mm. As far as scheduling, because I really don't like leaving them alone. Yeah. I did do that last summer some. I didn't leave them for more than four hours at a time. And it depends on the dog. Right. I might even be able to take some with me once in a while.
0: Yeah. Put them on a tether
1: outside. and. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Does that take, you know, some kind of training or preparation then to know how to handle these dogs, I guess, and what to expect? It doesn't really.
1: (laughs) I mean, I just kind of dove into it. I didn't even think about training when I started. Hmm. You know, when you're doing it on your own, it does help to have some kind of training or association because people like that, dog owners like that. But, yeah, I just dove in and found that I'm, actually okay at it (laughs) (laughs) dogs have really have always responded to me for whatever reason i don't know but i have one coming next week who when she first came to me it was for one night Hmm. and it was the first time she'd ever been separated from her mom
0: yeah
1: so i was a little worried about her you know that she was going to be upset or sad or and for a while she did go to the door a lot like oh my (laughs) gosh where did mom go So she had this little mat that she kind of used as a bed and I put it on the floor and I laid on it Hmm. and I convinced her to lay on it with me. And we napped together on the floor. (laughs) And after that she was great. So she's coming back next week.
0: Do you get a lot of returning dogs, I guess, (laughs) customers?
1: I do. Yeah. Well, I only did it for six months. I've only done it for six months. So but I had I get I bet five returning. And then I'll have others returning who, you know, only vacation once a year. Sure. And then I have a friend who is doing a trade. He does HVAC stuff. So he came and serviced my furnace. Oh nice. And later in the year I'll watch his dog.
0: Cool. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, that's a good service.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a very good service.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I keep telling him that I should owe him money, but mm. he says no. He thinks that he's going to owe me money. So really, <laughs> we're going to call it a wash.
0: That's good. <laughs> so, how, good. how does all these I, I projects, I guess, like fit in to your experience of being multi You know, like, do you like to juggle different things? Do you need? Do you, are you someone that craves variety?
1: Yes. And that was always nice with graphic design because every client was different, every project was different. Even the the field that I was doing work for was always different. You know, there was a senior living facility and then a small theater. Very different and kept things interesting. But in the end, you're doing the same kind of work all the time. So yeah. I, I still like it, but yeah, I definitely need to keep things changing a lot and now especially i'm really tired of sitting at the computer all the time
0: yeah that's so a good point. it's
1: really nice to get up and walk around and go dig in a garden and mm. yeah that's been really fun
0: yeah I, I struggle with that with the podcasting which is similar because i like the variety to it when i'm producing podcasts and you know could be in all kinds of different topics and different people fundamentally that the skills, the work is similar, but there's so much variety and it's a big reason why I got into that. But yeah, it's I, I noticed quickly is a lot of sitting and I'm really trying to make a point now of getting exercise, going for a walk, at least half an hour a day and I yeah. just gotta get up and move. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. My back is mm. very sensitive to sitting at the computer. So mm-hmm. but I've I've also recently gotten into beating. Okay. So I'm playing around with that. I've never done it before. And I taught myself how to crochet last year. So those are things I can do in the evening, you know, sitting in front of the TV. Well,
0: that's one of my questions is like, are you as much a physical art type person or designer as much as like a digital graphic designer?
1: I do paint a little and I want to get back to it, but I have a really hard time getting myself to do it. But every time I do, I love it. So I think it's just a, a fear thing. It's a, a vulnerability, you know, hmm. because I don't really do realistic work. So it's kind of coming out of the depths when I do art. And hmm. it's a little little unnerving sometimes.
0: Yeah. Well, it's not like you have to share it, of course, either. You know, it can just be yeah. for your your own enjoyment and catharsis maybe or whatever it is. <laughs>
1: Well, that's exactly it, and that's why I should be doing it all the time because it,
0: I do love mm-hmm.
1: it, and it makes me feel good. And, good. and really how it looks doesn't really tell anybody what's going on inside me. It's just I think that's what keeps me from doing it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, tell us a bit about some of the things you like to do and get involved in in Puttyverse. Are there any particular groups maybe or you know, huddles or activities?
1: I have done the, the aging huddle. And I've done a couple others, which I can't remember specifically what they are, but it's just, it's really fascinating to me talking to people from all around the world. Yeah. Because you get viewpoints that you never would have, never would have occurred to you just from living in different cultures. I always find that fascinating. Well, I I did do Antonia's Cleaning Up and Clearing Out.
0: Right. On
1: Sunday. That's a great one.
0: Um, What was that like? I I couldn't make it. What was it like?
1: It's very, again, it's just supportive. It's three hours. And we meet in the beginning and just kind of say, hi, this is what I'm going to work on today. And then everybody goes off for an hour, does their thing. And so we meet at the top of every hour and tell what we accomplished. Hmm. And it's amazing what you can get done in an hour. But if you don't have that kind of structure, it's easy to get distracted and pulled away from whatever you think that you're going to be doing or want to accomplish and just having that time that is for that is so helpful
0: was the idea like to do house cleaning or tidying things up sorting things or it could be anything anything at all
1: anything that you feel like you need to accomplish like i know um antonia was going through papers there have been people who have cleaned up their computer you know their hard drive of all the extra junk i've done mostly house stuff i just have stuff that needs to go somewhere so sometimes it goes in the trash sometimes it goes you know in a closet <laughs> or whatever but it's so nice to get it done this time actually i was doing cleaning i started some kind of spring cleaning type thing recently so oh, yeah. cleaning all the woodwork and everything which that's really satisfying
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It kind of sounds like a bit of a mini putty-thon, you know, like you have three hours in this case to basically do whatever you like. And there's a little bit of that structure, maybe accountability if you want, but just, you know, to get you focused, to do that thing.
1: It is, it's just like the, the jumpstart January. Yeah. yeah. In three hours. It's too bad more people don't do it. I think we had, <laughs> we had a total of five eventually but you know also sometimes you know people get engrossed in what they're doing and they forget what time it is and you know miss the meetup so antonia hangs around so she can check in with everybody but yeah it's really really helpful
0: do you know if she'll do something like that again or fairly regularly
1: she does do it regularly i think she Hmm. took she took some time off in the summer she might do it monthly but she alternates the time period to make sure that everybody's able to make it like the next one I think is two o'clock in the morning for me. The one that I do is nine o'clock in the morning for me, which is perfect. Yeah. And it's, it's actually inspiring to do it on my own. Just keep going. I got started. So what the heck?
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's just once you get started and you know, it's nice to feel some momentum you're getting things done and yeah, sometimes just getting over that initial hurdle of getting
1: started is the hardest part. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, yeah yeah
0: do you remember let's say if, when you were little growing up like you, none of us would have been aware of the term multipotentiality or similar things but do you remember that kind of feeling like well, i don't know what i want to do with my life or i'm interested in all kinds of different things did you struggle with that
1: i don't remember struggling with that but i've always been a list maker so It's kind of like I had a whole bunch of stuff in my head all the time, and I wanted to put it down on paper, Yeah, which actually is interesting. When I first joined the Puttyverse, or shortly after, I was trying to figure out all these things, what what really interested me the most, like a a direction to go in. Hmm. So I did, I made lists. I made lists of all the tabs I had open, all my bookmarks, you know, all these various things. And then I assigned a category to all of them and figured out which category had the most entries. And strangely, I love doing stuff like that. I wish I could figure out what job that means. But um, yeah. But yeah. And the results are interesting too, you know. What did you find? well a lot of it was creativity and art i'm also really into madness madness Um, madness yeah okay so it's kind of hard to define but like madness i think i read somewhere somebody saying the difference between madness and insanity is insanity is is kind of a label Hmm. put on people by physicians or whatever And madness is more about the internal experience or the experience of the person, what it's like to go through it. I find that really fascinating. Mm -hmm. So I also got interested in neuroscience when I was reading a book by Dostoevsky because the the main character was epileptic, which I have activity in my brain epileptic activity in my brain so and yeah. and I really related to this character and I was like okay what is it that makes me understand this guy yeah because it was written so long ago that they didn't use the term epileptic or anything like that so so yeah well that got me into neuroscience and then the neuroscience of madness thing and I grapple with this stuff all the time but I read a lot mm. so that helps fulfill those things
0: What type of reading do you like to do? Are you more nonfiction or fiction or a bit of both?
1: Both. I've been into fiction lately. I do often read nonfiction, a lot of nonfiction, but I think right now my brain is overwhelmed and I need kind of the relaxation of novels. Yeah. So yeah, I'm on a nonfiction kick right now.
0: Okay. Anything recently that you recommend? But it uh, stood out maybe?
1: I was going through, now I have to remember his name, spy novels.
0: Is that uh, John uh, Carré? John Carré, yeah, yeah.
1: So my late partner was a huge, huge fan. Hmm. And I have at least a bookshelf full of his books. Okay. So I started reading them. I decided I was going to read them in order of how they were written. Huh. And I got to one. Let me find the title of it. It was very different from his usual books. It was not a spy novel, and I loved it. So now I'm having trouble reading the spy novels. <laughs> yeah, because I loved this other one so much. Yeah, I'm not finding it. Darn it!
0: Do you, uh, maybe we can find a character or anything like that that stands out?
1: Here it is: the naive and sentimental lover. Okay. Excellent book. It's a little strange, but I loved it. It was these like three characters that were a little bit odd and their relationships with each other. Okay. Yeah, I loved that book.
0: Yeah, I'll put the link here in our I'll put the link in our notes here so people can find it.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I started a course on Coursera about dogs. Okay. A friend told me that a college had dog studies so i googled it and i found they had a course on Coursera. so i started taking that (laughs) and the book it's based on is called the genius of dogs so i started reading that and it's it's about cognition and how there are all different kinds of intelligence not just the iq kind which i think we've all heard (laughs) things about social intelligence and emotional intelligence but there's actually a website where you can play these games with your dog and based on the results it will tell you which types of intelligence your dog is highest in
0: oh interesting
1: yeah it's very interesting
0: here it says is your dog purposefully disobeying you probably (laughs) and usually behind (laughs) your back (laughs) right
1: and it's you know from having had I don't know twenty dogs or something oh, yeah. through here they're they're all so different they're just like people every single one yeah is.
0: that's fascinating you get to see that firsthand the differences yes interesting
1: and I love it I love it huh.
0: are you do you like writing too are you a writer
1: I used to write years ago I would love to write again but my patience level has mm. gone way down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, that'd be an interesting topic to write what a blog or whatever it is about um, you know, your experience with these dogs, right?
1: I've thought about a blog because I started a website hmm. for the service. So I thought about adding a blog to that and writing about the dogs that come and visit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I might I might actually do that. Hmm. But I feel like I'd have to I should get permission from the dog owners, you know. Yeah, I am both. gonna get permission too to use their photographs.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, for photos, for sure. I mean, you could probably talk about them anonymously. I mean, you know, to a point, but um, I'm sure, you know, people that love dogs, like they really love dogs, and they'd be really interested in in getting your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, I I think that would be something Hmm. that people would like. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, dog lovers love to read anything about dogs if it's entertaining. Mm-hmm. Same with any any animal lover. Really, like cat people go on cat sites.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: I watch the videos of all animals, so I often get stuck on TikTok, just going from one <laughs> to the next. Yeah,
0: huh.
1: I just love animals.
0: Do you? You said you had a cat. Do you still have a cat then?
1: No, kitty died. Mm-hmm. Yeah but he was the best cat. Mm. He actually came with the house. Okay. He loved the property, so he hung out on the property all the time. Huh. And then he decided he wanted to stay. He would sit at the French doors on the deck and just look inside, just sit there like, why are not you letting me in? (laughs) So we knew he belonged to somebody, but we started letting him in and eventually talked to his owner and said, well... He said, I guess he lives with you now.
0: So he actually had another home. He did. Wow.
1: And apparently this wasn't the first time he chose a new home. (sighs) The people that he lived with before he lived with us got him when he moved there from another place in the neighborhood, in the same neighborhood. He just decided he wanted to live with them. Hmm. So um, then he decided it was us. And he was just so completely spoiled that. He's (laughs) He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was a great cat.
0: Wow. Well,
1: it's the hardest thing about having pets—have them. Yeah, go before you do.
0: It only last so long. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I had a Siamese cat growing up, and he was uh, he was a good friend. Nice. He had a good full life. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I grew up with a dog and a cat. Mm. So we had a German Shepherd who was great, and then yeah, we had a cat too. And they didn't get along, you know, the dog would chase the cat, but um, there was one time that the cat didn't come back at night, like he was an yeah. indoor outdoor cat. So he, he was gone for a couple of days and the dog got sick. Really? Wow. Yeah, she was, she was worried. They were used to each other,
0: you know, mm-hmm. so. So I guess with your dog sitting now, it's probably be hard to get your own pet as a result
1: yes which is actually another reason that i wanted to start doing this because i'm not in a position right now where i can i can have a dog so now it's going to be the other way around if (laughs) i ever get to the point where i'm ready for a dog well it's going to be hard giving up all these others but of course there are good points and bad points about both yeah you know having to say goodbye to the ones that are visiting and creating a bond with one that's yours i would actually love to adopt Bonded pair,
0: okay, like from the same household,
1: from a shelter. Oh, shelter! They sometimes have bonded pairs, and and they're hard to adopt out because people
0: want one dog, not two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I would I would love that. I hate the idea of them being separated when they when they love each other.
0: Mm Hmm. Well, any other projects or things on the horizon, maybe, or things you want to share? Um, coming up soon.
1: I can't think of projects, but I always have a thousand things going through my head at all times. So, you know, it kind of makes it hard to figure out priorities and focus. Yeah. Like Antonia's huddle, you know, it's all about focusing in on that one thing.
0: Right. There's the account, what do they call The matchmaking thing or the accountability buddy too? Have you ever done that?
1: I haven't done that. And I should do that for painting.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you find that like, well, maybe do do you tell people about Puttyverse? Like, mention you're in this community. Do you ever find it comes up just the topic of it in your day to day life with people?
1: Yes, I I was just talking to um, a friend of mine about it. Well, I was okay. telling her about about the podcast. Okay. But <laughs> I had told her about it before. Yeah, I do. I do tell people about it because it's just it's just a cool place to be. mm Hmm. It's a shame really that other places can't have the same atmosphere yeah you know you get the the bullies and the Mm. people political people and this and that and Mm -hmm. it's just so nice to have a place to go where there isn't any of the drama
0: yes (laughs) and you
1: just have nice people to talk to
0: i have really come to appreciate that for a while to be fair but you know when you You get involved in other groups and, I mean, they can be friendly. But it's just, it's a different feel in Puttyverse, you know. it's There's something more peaceful about it, I think.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: It's like the people, they're not just there for themselves. Yeah. They're also there to help the other people who are there.
0: Yeah, it's very genuine. Yes, Mm -hmm.
1: it is very genuine. And it's lovely.
0: Hmm. That's nice.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that might be a good note to end it on, <laughs> our conversation, yeah. at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is this is why we do this show, is to get to know members of the uh, community and get to know your story and hear your voice. You know, I mean, people might, of course, bump into you in the huddles, et cetera, but most of what we do is in, in text. So if you haven't heard Laura's voice before, or maybe even <laughs> mine, if you haven't listened to any episodes yet, this chance to do it, you know, is our podcast. It's a great way to get to know people. So thanks very much for being great.
1: here. You have a great voice.
0: Thanks. Yes, as you saw in the newsletter there. Thanks, thanks very much, Joel, for giving us that shout out because we've been doing this for six years now. It's hard to believe that's an eternity in putty life. Yeah, right. (laughs) But it's a testament, you know. It's honestly, it is really one of the longest commitments uh, to any kind of hobby or project that I've ever done, and uh, yeah, I really feel good about how it's evolved. Like I don't feel like it's a burden. We. kind of do it when we feel like but there's never too much time that goes by without us recording episodes right so it's a nice feel that way but um yeah it becomes it's kind of a testament to doing some of these activities and projects hobbies you know it becomes part of your life without taking over your life i like that
1: right absolutely i'm sure it's really interesting for you too to to talk to all the people yeah
0: yeah it's a very privileged position really to get to the chance to meet people and have the time to do so
1: yeah, uh, yeah
0: which i'll also put a plug as i always do you know it's not just me or vanessa who couldn't join us today but she's often here too uh anyone can use this platform you know anyone listening you're in the Puttyverse. if you want to practice your podcasting have a conversation with someone just send me a message i can tell you how we set it up it's very easy to do i can help you out and um yeah it's very much a show that's for anybody if, if you're interested in podcasting cool yeah
1: well thank you for having me
0: Yeah, thanks for being here. Cheers.